Blog Talk Radio. Fifth Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger. Diane has been given message from the fifth dimension and higher to bring greater peace and understanding to the lives of others. She lives and experiences these higher dimensions to help our world come into balance and to raise to a higher vibration of love. You can find more information on Diane on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1 as she shares great wisdom with the world. Let's welcome your host of this Dimensional Living, Diane Bachberger. This is Diane, and thank you for listening in on Fifth Dimensional Radio. What propels a civilization into the next step? Join me over the next two hours or so as I take you into the Fifth Dimension and beyond. Today is the 8th of June, 2016, and it is just after 10 o'clock. So when you look at the mirror reverse, it's uh, 10.01, so like a reflection. It's a reflecting time for humanity, and I will discuss that on the show today. I always talk about how different clocks start to show different times, and one clock says 10.01, and the other one says 10.10, so, and they're kind of um, different type of reflections, so something is being reflected back at us that's similar, but they're different. And these things just come to me in the moment, okay, because I function completely in fifth dimensional consciousness, as much as anyone in this physical realm can do that. Um, I have a few friends that are Muslim, and they're celebrating Ramadan right now, so I thought I'd mention that, where they actually fast all day. And most people don't even drink any water, so it's it's quite an intense time. And then um, on the 11th of 2010 of this year is Shavat. So these kind of holidays um, rotate; they're different all the time. You know the holidays I'm talking about. So if you want to do a little bit more research, uh, if you're interested in all, you feel free to do that. I want to talk about the totems, the chipmunk, the mosquito, and the dolphin today. And, you know, it was, uh, the shows I did back in May, you can go back to the archives. The last one was on the 25th. You know, I did talk a little bit about the new moon in May and how this is the major karmic clearing activation and those... Uh, you know, eclipses that were in March triggered a lot of this karmic clearing. So I'm just I'm just touching on these up on these ideas because recently there was you know this um, amazing astrological thing, and I will talk about that as I get into the show a little bit more. Um, in fifth dimensional consciousness, what we have around us is really a reflection and a mirror of what we have within us. And, you know, I've talked about 
you know, the Venus conjunction. I believe I talked a bit about it on the last show that I did. And the kind of a significance to the energy that's going on on the planet right now. And I'm going into the 500th day, well, which will be in July, of the 500 days of the prayers of light for humanity to take them from fear into love. So I'm I'm still doing that every day in meditation for humanity. So there's there's a lot going on. And, you know, I've talked about um, my second Saturn return being recently. And actually when all this uh, was going on June the 6th, the tra- uh, Venus uh, conjunction um, with, the, with the sun, I um, came off the roof. What that means is that I've been observing and getting messages and talking about it with humanity, but I've seen a big, real big shift in humanity. And it's, well, I, I you know, I work with people on different things like that, but now is my time to step out in the world and really start to speak, okay? So it's just not, um, you know, speaking over the radio or Facebook and stuff like that. It's it's a little bit more involved than that. Um, I may have a caller in that's going to be calling today, but I'm not absolutely sure she is going to call. Um, And it it, it should be interesting because we're going to talk about... um, energy and uh, a bit of reading and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully she calls in today. So there's a lot of things I'm sharing. Um, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting, um, and I'm, I've, I'm, see where I did that. Um, okay, here it is. I, I was going to talk about the spleen, okay? I, I noticed that things about the spleen are coming up a lot around me recently and even people are that I have in my life are being affected by their spleen and then I sort of noticed a pattern this morning when I was doing a little bit of reading okay so I'm going to talk about different organs and it has to in relation to Chinese medicine and there's an article and it's um it's books.google.ca, and it's um, the tale of intimacy and ecstasy, realizing the promise of spiritual union, believe it or not. So this is the book uh, that I'm reading from an excerpt from this book. So anyway, it goes on to say kidneys. In Chinese medicine, the kidneys function together with the adrenal glands. And, you know, I was talking about I, or at least I wanted to talk about on the last show about adrenal glands. And I've been talking and doing some reading about it, and it keeps showing up all the time. And what, and it's kind of fascinating what I'm going to talk about here. And I just picked up on this right now. So somebody I know went and had some blood tests done, and they had a lot of blood in their urine. So the kidneys are being affected and the spleen with this person because they had other tests done. But it doesn't, you know, I don't want to get into that, but I'm going to read this. Um, 
In Chinese medicine, the kidneys function together with the adrenal glands. They govern urinary function. The sexual and reproductive organs also house the jig, which is J-I-N-G, which is responsible for the growth and development of the body as well as our sexual energy. They are the source of the body's resistance and endurance of physical, emotional, and spiritual tenacity, and they're the seat of willpower. So, you know, they can be affected by karmic energy and by our emotions, especially if we don't express these emotions. So the kidneys are a source of much of our day-to-day energy. You know, when you hear about the adrenaline and different things like that and other things, okay, they can be thought of as the pilot light under the furnace. If the flame is too low, the entire energetic heating system will form inadequately. Chronic fatigue conditions are usually a sign of weak kidney energy. The emotion associated with the kidneys is that of willpower backbone. The negative aspect of this emotion is fear. So, you know, I've been talking about on the show a fair amount, fifth dimensional consciousness is about living in love and in the moment. And 3D is more of, you know, living in that state of uh, ego and materialism and then worry and fear and that sort of thing at, at times, right? And so when we are living a fifth dimensional consciousness, the adrenal glands function differently. They're not reacting. There's more of a balance of energy. So getting back to the kidneys, it's the willpower of the backbone. The negative aspect of this emotion is fear, and kidney problems contribute to excess, excessive fear or anxiety such as panic attack and night sweats. So if you see somebody having anxiety at- attacks and different things, it might have to do with this uh, kidney energy, okay? And the element associated with the kidneys is water. The color is blue-black. Well, just recently I went to the Bahamas, and what was funny was this turtle came, or a sea turtle came to the side of the boat, and everybody saying, why is it going to you, you know? So, but there was a lot of um, energy being ignited at the time, and I was working with a lot of energy, and different totems react to that energy and anyway on the last show i did on the 25th i talked about that totem a lot so please go back and listen to the show if you're interested at all the season is winter the kidneys are associated with the direction south and their totem animal is a black turtle or sometimes a turtle and a snake entwined so isn't that amazing okay that i was feeling that energy recently and then the spleen i've been getting a lot of things about the spleen lately and I was, you know, getting stuff about fatigue and the adrenal glands over the last few weeks. Um, I don't think I talked that much on last week's show about it, but I, I wanted to. But there just wasn't enough time. Okay, spleen. You know, just a reminder, when people call in and stuff like that, the show changes because it's done in the moment. And, you know, things that are important in the moment are are dealt with, Okay. So those things were dealt with last week. So the spleen, um, when the Chinese refer to the spleen, they include the stomach by definition since the two are paired in the process of digestion. Now, a lot of people don't think of the spleen that way. So the weak spleen energy means weak digestion and the poor absorption of qi from the food we eat. So, you know, that energy. The element associated with the, the spleen is earth, the color is yellow, and the season is Indian summer. The direction is the center of the circle. So, you know, I talk about 
when you live in the moment, you live at the center of the circle. There's no time and space. You're living in that moment, right? So this, the spleen is the living in the moment. It has to do, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that with another article, but um, the spleen is very important in my energy too, and the solar plexus energy. Um, the emotional tone associated with the spleen is empathy. Through it, in its negative sense, it becomes worry or self-absorption. So, both the spleen and the kidneys have to do when they're in depleted. They contribute to worry and self-doubt and self-absorption. Okay. So the tendency to go over a problem and searching for an elusive solution is regarded as a sign of spleen weakness. And the animal totem is the yellow dragon. Okay. And when I was in Bahamas, I saw a yellow lizard. So, you know, that's the closest, you know, we can get to that sort of thing. And then I want to talk about the liver a little bit, okay, because it does the detoxification. This is the time of year people detoxify and it's the storehouse of the blood. And blood represents love. So if you're having dreams about blood or if you're bleeding, it means that you don't maybe per se feel loved. It's um, the unconscious telling you that, okay, that feminine energy. So the amount of blood in the vessels stores a large amount of blood at night. You know, when you're laying down, I guess all the a lot of the blood goes back into the liver. And it also regulates movement with the body, such as the flow of chi, blood, hormones, lymph, and even emotions. So there's a lot of emotion that's, um, you know, the body does a lot of clearing of toxins and different things too. So the liver is really at work when you're sleeping. So make sure you get enough adequate sleep, okay? The liver governs our ability to move gracefully through the challenges of our life. So... This is, you know, something that um, allows us to, especially when our liver is clear, to meet these challenges, okay? And the element associated with the liver is wood of plants, grasses, and trees, and the color is green. You know, and some people talk about bile being green. It comes from the bile ducts, right? And, you know, it comes from that part of the body. Uh, the green of free-flowing, uh, freshly growing grass and other plants in the season is spring the season of new beginnings and outward expansion the emotional state associated with the liver is free flowingness if the liver gets backed up or too toxic or too tight then the feelings of anger will wash up out of nowhere so you know organs and energy centers within our body that correspond with different organs and i'm not going to talk about those things unless it comes up today i can talk about that and i've talked about them before um you know but we're talking about the organs right now and the reflections of energy within our body, too. So, you know, some people can read the outside energy of people and see where things may start to go wrong in the body, even before it actually starts to show up in the body. So that's pretty amazing. I, I, you know, I've done that with the healing work that I've done. And it says here the, the, the totem animal is the green dragon. Well, I saw a green lizard the other day, so and even a green snake. So 
it, 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 I'm just kind of thinking, hey, you know, like this, this is something, and this came up, so it's it's really a, a, an amazing. And it, they go on to talk about the lungs and the heart, and I don't want to concentrate on that too much, but you know, the lungs um, have to do with courage and the negative emotions, grief. So, so excessive or unexpressed grief can injure the lungs. So a lot of, you know, I know somebody that the family kind of wrote them off and they ha- they're having a lot of problems with their lungs. So it, it doesn't surprise me one bit. So the lungs dominate the chi and the respiration. The element associated with the lungs is gold or, or metal. The color is white and the season is fall. So the, the positive emotion is courage, like I said before, and the negative is grief. So, you know, it's important that we express our grief because it does affect the lungs. The totem animal is a white tiger. So um, I haven't seen any white tigers lately, but the funny thing is I have this thing about, um, you know, ascension, and it shows a white tiger on it. So the heart has to do with the circulation, and the heart said to house the sheen, or the C-H-E-N, of the spirit. And the problem of the heart can take the form of purely medical ones such as cardiac problems and circulatory circulatory problems problems with the shen aspect of the heart come under what is called the disturbed shen or spirit and can include mental illness memory loss insomnia unclear thinking so when somebody gets upset and they um, think of you know being sad or having things like that it can affect you on a psychological level. And it's also thought of as a seat of of the consciousness as well as the conscious thinking. You know, they found um, brain tissue in the heart, right? So I think and I believe at one time, you know, that part of us was was in the heart and it's still some of it is still there. You know, in 3D. And indeed, the mind is, t- is said to live in the heart. So when Taos people talk about the cognitive mind, they're talking about the heart as well. So that's pretty amazing. So the element associated with the heart is fire. The color is red in the season of summer. The emotions associated with the heart are joy, creativity, and expansion. The negative emotion is hysteria or joy taken to extreme. So even when we go into bliss states, it's not... Um, you know, balanced. So that's not really, people say, oh, I've got expanded consciousness when you're living in extreme bliss or in, you know, it it, it is, uh, it's not fifth dimensional, okay? And anyway, the totem animal is a red phoenix. So that's, you know, coming out of the ashes and rebirth and that sort of thing. So emotional imbalance is energetic imbalance, like I said. You know, so, and, 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 People hold this karmic energy or emotional energy at a cellular level. And, you know, if you want to do more reading on that, you can. But, um, you know, the adrenal glands and the emotional bodies within us, you know, our emotional bodies, they carry an emotional resonance. And, you know, the the emotional bodies and the etheric bodies and all these other bodies are starting to integrate with each other as our chakras expand outside of our body. All the energy 
intertwines together, but a lot of it happens after we release these held emotions and this karmic energy. So I was talking in March. You know, we've been doing a lot of purging, a lot of karmic clearing humanity. But a lot of humanity, you know, um, have not understood what was going on. So that's why I'm doing these shows. Just hold on for a minute. I've got to have a little bit of a cough. <coughs> these associations are part of the W-U and then one word, X-I-N-G system, also translated as the five elements, but translated as the five transformational phases, Okay. So anyway, so the kidneys right now and the adrenal glands have to do with a lot of the physical, emotional, and spiritual parts of ourselves, you know, and their seed of the willpower, and they help with our day-to-day energy. So this is a really important part of us, okay? You know, I could do a whole show just on um, the adrenal glands and... um, you know, getting your energy back and things to do like that. And, you know, I, I have, I'm going to be doing that. So chronic fatigue, you know, it, it could be because of your kidneys. So it's important to do the kidney cleanses and to release anger because the kidneys hold this anger. Um, so, and it also, you know, when you have the anger and the fear, excessive fear and the panic attacks, you know, people have these panic attacks. And it's blue-black, so, you know, you want to um, have this energy free-flowing. And, you know, I talked about the black, the turtle, the sea turtle that I saw, and, you know, the, the lizards that I've, I've seen recently, or, you know, things like that. So I, I, was, I was kind of concentrating on the spleen a little bit when I was talking about it, it has to do with digestion and poor absorption from the foods we eat. So, you know, we could take vitamins by the gallon and eat everything that, you know, but if we're not, our spleen area is weak or it's being taxed. You know, some people have lupus and it affects the spleen or the sickle cell anemia and those different diseases. They're energy diseases, okay? So this yellow color, that's a color that I've been seeing a lot, too. And we're, we're coming into summer. And this has to do with the now, okay, the spleen. So that's why I'm focusing on it now, because this is important for me to talk about this. So empathy. You know, um, I was talking about, I believe, last week, and, um, you know, having certain energy that had the splenic energy that's strong within me, and I'm very intuitive um, you know, so I've got to kind of look um, up that article that I wanted to look at, but maybe I'll talk about it later. Um, about the subconscious, I was talking about the feminine energy. Um, in this realm, we get messages to help us point us in the right direction. Anyway, I was out um, plucking some weeds in in my garden and that sort of thing. And then I felt really itchy, so I itched. And then I realized I had uh, two mosquito bites on my upper thigh. And um, 
uh, two mosquito bites, almost identical, mirrors of each other right in the area of abdomen where the spleen is. <laughs> and then, you know, the ones on the upper thigh are close to, you know, the the bladder and the kidney and, st- and stuff like that. So it has to do with the subconscious energy and clearing energy right now. I know that sounds really peculiar, but it may make a little more sense as I talk about it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Ezekiel's chariot because, you know, that energy is really strong right now. Um, and it has to do, like I was talking about, releasing karmic bonds and, you know, manifesting in this reality and that sort of thing. And the subconscious, the feminine energy, you know, the dream time is shifting. The way we see things um, is becoming more balanced as we go into fifth dimensional consciousness. So this book, let me just see, it's it's called Karmic Astrology, Past Lives, Present Loves. And I'm just trying to see who wrote this. I I actually doesn't really have it right here, but if I see it later... I have to go out of the, this link and then... Anyway, you can look it up on um, Amazon or, you know, Google it. Karmic Astrology, Past Lives, Present Loves. Um, these things just pop up and I, I, I go into them in the moment, okay? So, uh, this affected person struggled to li- liberate themselves from the karma, blocking bonds, is able to manifest in difficult life circumstances okay so somebody who has karmic blocking which has to do you know with those lower um, energy centers and you know the spleen and that sort of thing um, some doorways are being unlocked and it has to do with that energy because you should see these these splotches on me it looks like somebody took one of those big you know um bingo blotters and, and <laughs> on two spots on my where the spleen is and then you know close to the really up high in the upper left thigh so um it's a it's a time to liberate oneself from these karmic blocking things and it has to do with that energy so if you're if you're um having trouble with your kidneys or with your spleen, it means you're unlocking some type of energy and trying to unblock it. But it may manifest as some type of illness. And it, it says here it's liable to manifest in difficult life circumstances, so it, it, even in illnesses, okay? The most difficult square relationship is, as we noted, a relationship between fixed signs. Yet despite the difficulty, even because of it, the relationship will have the element of challenge to overcome this difficult karma and hidden therein. Many opportunities to learn and engage in tikkun and elevate spirituality. Okay, you know, we're talk. I kind of didn't read the stuff before that, but I wanted to read this. The fixed signs are spokes on the zodiac, and there's no coincidence that the fixed signs appear in Ezekiel's vision of the chariot in Ezekiel verse 1, um, all right, chapter 1, verse 10. As for the likeness of their faces, they had a face of a man. The four had the face of a lion on the right side, and the fourth had the face of an ox on the left side. The four also had the face of an eagle. 
And eagle, in Ezekiel's vision, eagle astrologically represents Scorpio and human represents Aquarius, the only uh, human fixed sign. So, you know, these, um, you know, there's some, there's some water signs. Um, you know, the lion, the ox, the face of an eagle. And, you know, it has to do with, with uh, the Aquarius sign. So, um this energy is really strong right now. Let me just see if I can... Uh, it has to do with the Grand Cross that's coming right now. So let me just see through here. I, you know, I, I, I don't want to read everything because it's, it's going to take a lot of time. They wouldn't let me read the other, <laughs> the other side. Okay. It's, it, it goes on to talk about Edgar Casey and the water and the earth and, you know, those five signs. And they talk about different signs, the fixed signs, the cardinal signs, the immutable signs. You can do a little bit of reading of this. They talk about uh, emphasis on cardinal signs. The relationship is dynamic, challenging, and interesting. They talk about a lot about Casey's charts and different things. The configuration of the Grand Cross. So this is what I want to talk about. The aspects form within the signs and quadruplicity are squares or oppositions. So that any sign in a quadruple form a Grand Cross. A Grand Cross has strong karmic significance and its appearance in an individual's chart or a couple's combined chart shows the imprint of special fate in their lives. The cross shows the soul chose to grapple in this life with the problematic karmic patterns imprisoned. So the subconscious, which waited for the opportune moment in order to get resolved, the fact that a person struggled to liberate themselves from the karmic blocking. So right now, basically, this you know um, grand cross is liberating, is a reflection of liberating humanity from karmic bonds, okay? And so these organs, too, that I was talking about are releasing a lot of that energy. Let me just see if I can find um, more about... um, I wanted to talk about the splenic energy. And I'm not sure where I put that... Um, I'll go back and Google it because um, I want to. I do want to read that because it, it's it's kind of important. And in the, I think the people that have strong splenic energy are really intuitive. Um, and, which I have. You know, and, and I'm my uh, Saturn returns in um, Sagittarius, which is happening now. So a lot of um, things that are going on. Okay, let me see now. Um, okay, splenic authority, and I just hope I get this. I got. I put a lot of. Um, okay. Get the right article. Because I'm going back and looking. Um, 
Yeah, thishumandesign.com. It talks about splenic authority. And it has to do with the snake energy or this, you know, turtle energy. But also, you know, with that um, yellow lizard energy, you know, the energy that animal awareness energy, you know. So splenic authority occurs when the spleen is defined and the solar plexus. This is in human design, okay? Um, And the sacral are not defined. So some people have that as, you know, like they're not generators. So um, it has to do, there's a lot of different things that this article talks about. It's humandesign.com forward slash splenic authority. So, you know, do a little bit of research with that. You know, in the animal world, survival is always immediate. It's raw, primal world with no safety nets. So the spleen has to do with that survival energy, and so do the adrenal glands. But it's also where we hold a lot of our fear and a lot of the karmic stuff, too. So this energy is being unlocked right now. So people that have that type of energy, and a lot of indigos do have that energy, are the ones that are grounding it and um, helping release it within humanity right now. So failure to recognize the patterns out of place, in, you know, results in death, you know, in 3D world, right? So failure to take action right now in response to fear results in death. Animals don't go through the world with any question about whether it's okay to do something. So I'm just talking about, you know, these, these kind of primi- primitive um, functions. And um, each gate of the spleen has specific fears. So, you know, I'm doing these um, prayers of of light to take humanity and release this energy and allow them to take in their light and to go away from fear. So the, the actual energy shifts in these lower chakras. You know, I've been talking about the higher chakras and how Humanity is expanding once they open these, but once they open it, it shifts the lower chakras too. So they go on to say about the different um, fears and these gates, ways. And the three splenic awareness streams are taste, intuition, and instinct. So taste. It's not limited taste as being simply the, the product of the taste buds. So people with a channel are particularly alert to taste in the overall sense. So it's 18 to 58 and 16 to 48 channels. There's, there's all these different channels. So it's, it's about taste and clothing and your visual in correspondence to visual context and stuff like that. And intuition, which is number two, the 2838 and the 5720. So, you know, human um, design, if you do a little bit of research, there's a little bit of understanding. What is that bump in the night threat? That depends on the quality of the sound of the bump and the sound you get your attention. And the spleen makes a split-second decision whether or not there's something to fear or take action. And instinct is number three, uh, which resides in the 4426 and the 5432. It's attuned to smell. And the sense of smell has the most direct route to the part of the brain. You know, the smell goes straight to the brain, right? It doesn't cross, like, the eyes or anything like that. um, So the awareness of the spleen is very fast. And the mind and emotions don't operate anywhere at the same speed. So, you know, we talk about the human mind and, and the mind in this reality. This 
splenic energy is very strong, okay? So basically what I'm saying is, you know, the way we engage and the way we respond in the splenic way is, is shifting within humanity because the energy centers within humanity is shifting. You know, this, this is information I'm receiving. It, I, I haven't seen, really seen it written anywhere, so I'm, I'm using something to kind of give you a basis of what humanity has been and what's going on within humanity now. So um, there's different variations. Um, there's a splenic, um, manifesting splenic authority, which um, is one type of thing within human design. And then there's splenic generator authority, and there's projected splenic authority. So all different designs pretty much, I think except maybe for reflectors, don't respond from this because, you know, their response is they have to wait 28 days, right? So it's not a big factor with with them, but not all generators or manifesting generators have splenic energy. They have this sacral energy, um, but I have I, I, I have both, and I have a direct connection from both straight to the throat. So I think that's why I'm clairaudient, and I, you know, can speak in the in the way that I do. And, you know, more and more people will be able to, to do these sorts of things. So I, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, like I could talk about all these different things. Um, the manifesting splenic authority is when the spleen is connected to the throat and to the motor, either the ego or the roots. So, you know, if you have all those things, and then there's there's different ones. I, I don't really want to go get into it too much. But then there's the splenic generator authority. A person that has both sacral and splenic definition has splenic generated authority. So that's, you know, somebody that has um, is a generator or a manifesting generator. And, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if anybody really understands, but you can look up the different human designs. You know, the, the manifester, the generator, the projector, and the reflector. And then there's the manifesting generator, which is a combination. And the really rarest type of the manifesting generator is the splenic generator authority, okay? And with with different things, you know, there's different variations. So a person that has both sacral and splenic definitions has a splenic generator authority. So another name for it is sacral splenic and splenic sacral authority. There's splenic awareness guides or responses, so it is more um, powerful than the sacral response, okay? But what I really wanted, the reason why I'm reading this, is people that have this function in the now. So everything is in the now. And when I manifest, I manifest in the now. You know, if I manifest in 3D, it it it's not really what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be, you know, doing this in fifth dimensional consciousness, right? So I just wanted to point that out that the sac the splenic energy is is really strong with this. There was there was another um, article, but I I just wanted to make people aware that this splenic energy is really changing right now. It has to do 
and it's it, it, within humanity, but it, it has to do with, um, you know, what is being mirrored around us, okay? So, I, I you know, I talked, to, you know, about this Grand Cross and, you know, the spleen and the different um, things that have to do with that, but the Ezekiel's chariot is that, you know, that Grand Cross and it has to do with, you know, earth, fire, wind, and water, you know, all those different signs. So, and then, you know, the the fifth element, which is within us all. Um, one of the things that uh, energies that's going on right now is, is black Lilith and Scorpio. And um, what is also amazing is that Mars and Saturn are both in the signs of Sagittarius. So there's there's a lot of energy going on with with this, you know, and 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 somebody that's really uh, talks a lot about these sorts of things is the, you know the guy uh, Kepacha from the Pele Report. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of doing this a bit backwards because it's the way it's happening, but I will actually get to what's going on and ex- kind of explain it. But um, I'm kind of doing things as a mirror reflection, okay? But anyway, this Black Moon Lilith energy, it enters Scorpio on May the 21st. So, you know, that's a sign where you go deep within. This energy is it's, it's kind of a mirror reflection of each other. But one's feminine, one's masculine. So this is kind of raw. It's digging in raw within humanity. And, you know, I've been talking about, you know, that splenic energy. Well, it's it's deep, raw energy. So it just, it, there's an article, it's called rubyslipper.ca forward dash rubyslipper astrology forward dash 2006, the fifth black moon love into Scorpio. So has to do with the dark, the dark goddess energy, the reflection of, you know, what we have within us. And we're balancing this energy. And, you know, this Ezekiel energy that I was talking about, it is balancing energy. So the, this um, Lilith exposure of things raw, uncomfortable, and deeply sexual will go into overdrive. Like her Libra transit, there will be no tension between surface and depth. So this is the dark, deep, has to do with the unconscious energy. And Scorpio is all depth, so that Lilith turns up truly dark. It doesn't get any more honest in this transit. So this energy right now is very strong within humanity. That's why I'm talking about it. But it's a reflection. What we see around us is a reflection of what's going on within us. You know, some people say to me, you know, your new wave and all this sort of stuff. I don't see myself as that. I see myself as feeling and seeking around me, seeing a reflection of what I'm feeling within me. So it has to do with uh, internal limits. And it has to do with psychological and sexual, but also our unconscious within us, you know, that we've kept within us. And a lot of this is energy that we hold in the kidneys and we hold in the spleen, you know, in in those areas. And um, we're releasing this karmic energy, like I said, because it's been reflected um, 
and felt within, but it's been reflected in these, um, you know, eclipses that we've had in the new moon that we had in May, that energy. So, you know, some people may explore forbidden sexual things. And I'm thinking, you know, I've had, I, I don't want to get into it, but I've had experiences where I've seen and felt some really weird things. And I've expressed them, what I've seen around me. And it has to do with forbidden sexual expression, but not within me. Um, you know, I have balance within me, but people around me, uh, friends and different things, have been doing some really weird things. So I'm thinking to myself, why am I seeing this? You know, like, there's been times where, um, you know, the divine energy has allowed me to see some pretty yucky things. And I went through a period of time where this dark energy was pretty yucky. And rather than talk about it, I didn't do shows for like three months. But, um, you know, it's that was something that I was releasing within myself, you know, like, and seeing it within people around me. This, a lot of this karmic energy, right? Um, what's forbidden can vary widely, but the common theme here will be the emergence of sexual energy that breaks rules and powers or frightens. So I was seeing this, and I, I'm thinking to myself, um, you know, why am I being allowed to see this? I really don't want to see this. So you may have circumstances, maybe a spouse or something, that just kind of feels this type of energy and goes out and you, you, does it. But the thing is, I was seeing signs around me. You know, I am I react from the spleen. And I am also have my higher chakras open. So I have balance within. So I feel things from people, and I, I express this to people. I said, like, why are you doing this? You know, this is, and they, you know, kind of didn't want to admit to it, but it was something that I had to talk about. Anyway, I'm just saying that if you're feeling this energy, it's something being released. You don't really have to act upon it, okay? We, we have choices. So it may scare you or it may scare other people, but it's awareness. And this energy um some people could call it ugly, but it's just the energy that's being released within humanity right now. It's very purged, purging energy. They just talk about raw, intense magnetic energy, and it may be too hard for some to handle. You know, because I have understanding, you know, I knew what was going on within these people around me, and... um Anyway, it's maybe not good for me to really talk about the circumstances because you can get the gist of it by me kind of talking about it. Um, It can be distorted, vengeance, anger, and destruction. So this is anger and energy coming from those kidneys, you know? So somebody may start to exhibit some really weird energy. You know, somebody who might not have drank for years might start drinking because they don't understand this energy. Or somebody may have a relapse in an illness, and it has to do with the kidneys and the spleen and everything. And I'm seeing this around me. People around me are having this happening, and I'm thinking, 
okay, why is this happening? And then, you know, all these answers come because I'm clairaudient. They're revealed to me. And I, I don't even have to speak. They just come from the heart, okay? So this vengeance, anger, and destruction are um, less pleasant manifestations. And it's focused through the Scorpio's dark prism. And it has to do, um, you know, may have to do with sexual manipulation, victimization, and violence. So this can be a time when a lot of this energy is being released. It's not fun energy. So if you're feeling that within yourself, I, I'm not I'm not saying go out and react to it. I'm saying really realize what it is and don't look at it. You know, it's really important that humanity look at this energy and saying, oh, I don't want to deal with it and just react in a physical, you know, primitive sort of way. We have to go beyond that. You know, we, we're in the Sagittarius energy too, which is, you know, the teacher, you know, opening ourselves up. And that's the energy that I have. Um, but also with this transit, you know, I've been talking about some negative things, but it's also releasing of energy. If we look at it that way, there's potential for empowerment and actually releasing a lot of this karmic energy. So, you know, but it only happens, like I said before, if you look at things that you don't want to admit about yourself. You know, if there's things within you, and it could be from past lives, and you don't know why you're acting in that way. Maybe you're sexually promiscuous or something like that, you know. Um, it's not a judgment. I'm not talking about these things to judge people. It's about facing these things. And once you accept it, it's like going through a, um, a grief uh, reaction, right? Because that's where the grief also comes from, too. You accept it and deal with it and um, without any associated manipulative or distorted behavior. So it, 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 you get the gift of flame, that energy. You know what I was talking about from the heart. It bursts open your heart when you're ready to let that energy go. And... This is a gift the divine energy is giving humanity right now. To look at this energy and to release it and let all that karmic stuff go. And then you open up the higher chakras even more and you walk with the divine. You connect with the divine energy and you feel totally connected. It's amazing. You know, there's a, I have so many friends recently that got really, really sick but they didn't realize it was their karmic energy coming to the surface and they weren't releasing it and they were holding it within, you know, not looking at it. I have a friend that has, you know, pancreatic cancer and I have another friend that has a lot of um, internal issues. I have people that have lupus, you know, a lot of illnesses, but, you know, we can release this energy and, you know, I'm not saying not to go get treatment for these things because it's really important in this, you know, physical realm, you know, if you have an illness, to get treated for it. But to also know that you don't have to hold on to that energy, too. So, it, it also says here, not everyone feels Lilith's transits, but this is a Lilith transit for humanity, okay? We're more likely to feel her if you have any planets, angles, nodes, or asteroids in Scorpio or fixed signs. So, you know, we were talking about those signs with the Ezekiel thing, right? So, 
black moon Lilith will enter Sagittarius on February the 13th, 2017. This is important because this is a teacher. This is when humanity will really open up to, you know, fifth dimensional consciousness. I, I want to go back to the, to see if anybody has any questions. I hope I didn't lose my, uh, oh, here it is. <laughs> okay, see if anybody has any questions. Um, okay, somebody does. Um, maybe I'll go on to this. Um, fifth dimensional radio, Diane, okay. speaking. Yeah. Right. Okay. Who am I talking to? All right. Is this Diana? Hi. Yes, it is. Oh, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm kind of working my way back. It's like a path. <laughs> yeah. Things I've been it talking is. about. I can follow that. So you skip pretty quickly, so you got to have some people that like to listen to it over and over again so they can actually understand what you're saying. Well, that's <laughs> what I always say to people, to go back and listen to it again or listen to a sh- couple shows before to kind of, um, there's a pattern within it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like translating fifth dimensional um, jargon or consciousness and compacting it into 3D. It's It's not easy for most people. It's one of my fortes, I guess. So you, I should let people know that you, you, I have you as a friend on Facebook, and that, is it the angel cards that you do readings with? Yeah, I do a lot of things. I was a registered nurse for 32 years and became board certified holistic. That is a six-hour test itself. Mm-hmm. where you go through many, many cases and you decide what type of meditation they need, what type of science, sound therapy you need, and what type do they need to quit taking that drug versus, you know, because they always put, this is for nurses, nurse practitioners. I took the same exam they okay. do. So, so you and have you're a medical to intuit too? If, yes, I can do that. But that's, that's rare. Every once in a while I'll be talking to somebody and they'll just put that person wide open and I can see their insides. Now, the way I react is probably making it, holding it back because I, was, I wasn't ready for it. They don't say, here, now we're going to show you this person's liver. They just all of a sudden, boom, the whole abdominal cavity is open. <laughs> and you can see what's wrong with them. So it, I need to learn how to react calmly, and I think that would happen more often. But but I'm reading right now, I did read the writer deck for years, so pieces of that will pop into my mind if I'm talking to somebody and they need an old writer tarot card advice. And then um, I went into Carolyn Mays, who's a pretty, she's a pretty tough spiritual teacher. So her and Deepak Chopra around 2000 were became my spiritual teachers, and that's when I switched from allopathic nursing to holistic nursing. And I got life coaching certified as well. So I, the, the radio shows I do with the, with the Gold Ring Healing Fountain are um, mostly I, I pull a card for them, and then we do some life coaching because they, like they like to ask basic 3D life questions. But yeah. for myself, it's also different because I'm back on the road and I am trying to merge 
part of me is already in 5D, but there's part of me that won't go there. And I never used to talk the part of me talk because I believe in the whole of everything. But I'm having a little bit of difficulty getting my skin to know it can become 5D as well. But can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I was talking about today, that, that this dark Lilith energy, but basically it's part of the feminine energy that allows us, you know, the subconscious energy. Um, do you think that there's part of you, you're saying that it doesn't want to go. Do you think it has to do with some repressed or some karmic energy that you're holding within yourself? I'm just a- asking you what, mm-hmm. if you feel that. I actually believe as of now, um, with the grand trine and all that, the karma can be or over that you can just, you know, like it's like collapsing a wave. You can say uh, 5D to 3D, the alchemy of it. I am merging my 5D with 3D and be there. Now, I'm not this yeah, is not it's, for it's alchemy right now so, for humanity. I'm saying for me. But mm-hmm. but yeah, the human humanity is going to have to step really try to understand this. That you do you can take your power back and use your voice and your thoughts and everything to get yourself there because the earth is there. The earth wants you to come. Please please come with me so that you don't get cancer and die. So that all these crazy things don't happen to you. So I have a wound that won't uh, just give in. I like my skin doesn't want. So what I found is that I have to love it. I gotta love the, the cause of it, the spider that bit me. I gotta totally love it because I'm loving it into 5D. And to converge it to 5D, my skin and with 5D, acceptance. I've gotta love. I gotta right. love the 3D skin. I gotta love the whole reason why I got the wound and the 3D skin in order for it to merge to collapse into 5D. So that I just started doing that yesterday by listening to someone else give that speech. She was very good. If you feel like listening to yesterday, Feeling Fountain, they had a really good teacher. Okay. And well, this and is what I'm feeling just uh, happening, and that's mm-hmm. what I feel in the moment. You know, I go by. The energy, you know, that uh, divine energy, I connect with that energy and I try to put it in a form that people would understand. I, I, I do it to the people that are listening. So it may, it has to bridge um, a bunch of people, right? It has to bridge yeah. people that are in higher consciousness too. So I, I want to ask you a question, Diana. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to pull some cards for a friend of mine? With the, I'll just use his initial W. Well, sure. I um, was ready to pull cards for you. So can we do well, that we, first? Do we have time for sure. two readings? But I wanted to you know, ask I if we would be... I had my energy okay, go all ahead. involved in yours. <laughs> okay, because I, I asked my guys to go speak with your guys, and so we just have a few things because you seem to be pretty, um, pretty much up there. So as as you um, people are seeing you and how you communicate with them, they. Um, uh, like I was telling you, it's just a little bit too hard to understand. You just slow down a little bit. But I'm advising the people to go through and listen to your show over and over again. There's some sensitivity issues of the people who are listening to you through your clear audience and through helping them clear their chakras. They'll understand that you also have the gift of clairsentience. 
prayer cognizance, and then the peace can overcome them. Uh, you too need to nurture yourself because you know what to do, and, and your path is pretty much difficult. So Archangel Uriel wants you to, to talk on with them now and then about trusting your inner knowledge and act upon it without delay. That means don't contemplate on something that came forward to you. You know, that's the thing I have trouble with. I hear something and I just think about it for days. Hear it, know it, do it, because you know what to do, and you're at that stage of knowing what to do. You have clips. Your intentions are crystal clear, so you have no doubt that when you have your inner hearing, you can have your crystal clear intentions. And our friend Michael wants you to talk to him well, to be clear about about what you desire and focus upon it with unwavering faith. And then all of divine order there will be with you. And Archangel Raguel is, is there to let you know that everything's how it needs to be. Look past any illusion see, and see the underlying order. And that's just the first part. That's more in dealing with other people. And then and then it comes with how you deal with how you feel about now that was how other people felt about you and what you needed to do with that and now um now they want you to know that you're oh this is the third one so spread your wings now so that you can communicate with you know what you know because you have a brilliant idea and it goes along with your leadership so you've got um Gabriel is there, and it's time for you to assume your leadership, power, and position, and lovingly guide others. You need to grab that horn because it's dropped out of the hand. So all Gabriel wants you to do is grab the horn and toot it and get going. And you'll have your gifts from God. Sandalphon says the angels are opening gifts for you that you don't even know that you have. Even you have gifts you don't know you have. I don't see how that could be possible. But anyway, you do. So with patience. And there's always that patience and compassion. You still have to be gentle with yourself because you do see the bad things. You do see what the bad people are doing, especially when you're working on your vortexes and stuff. And that's where the overcoming difficulties is a well. So you must have a well energy with you. And Archangel Jeremiah wants you to know the worst is now behind you and you're surmounting any previous challenges. So anytime you want to talk to any of these people, go outside if there's a rainbow or a rose garden and speak with Jophiel, a very nice feminine angel. Get some fresh air, connect with nature, relieve stress, and gain a new creative idea. Put forth a new idea and see how they all jump in because I know you have a huge team. And here you are taking your power back in a rose garden, asking, I feel this, is this okay? Well, you know, you don't even need to say, I feel this, is this what I should be doing? Because you already know, because you know what you can do. But if you're, but if you're saying that, you're including your team, and your team is going to, wow, she, she's including us. Let's <laughs> give her the power. Let's all raise right? our arms up. Well, let's make her a rainbow. Give her the power. And Raziel says, use your God-given power and intention, and you can manifest it all. And you're safe while you're doing this. So that just came in at the end. Archangel Michael wants you to know that you are being protected against the lower energies. And then the third one is just more about communication. So you are definitely, you're still learning, even though you're teaching. Amazing that you're actually going to learn more than you already know. And Jack Hill is there to help you um, so that you know, like, what, what is it you want me to learn next because everything's going to be put in front of you. So keep an open mind and learn new ideas and then teach them. You're a counselor, says Azrael. You're a natural counselor. Many people benefit from your guidance and reassurance. 
you have courage. So remember to be courageous and stand up for your beliefs. And this will come through your clairvoyance. So Raziel wants to say, I'm helping your spiritual sight to awaken fully so you can clearly see your heavenly love. What you can teach for some of these people who are still stuck in third density and don't understand fifth density is you can do some angel therapy and teach them their breathing and to know that all is well. So working still people still need working in their self uh, thoughts, how to create their self thoughts and pull them back to an all is well position and Jeremiah can help you could do that. Many people need comfort and in clearing their space they will find comfort. You do have a passion to help people, which is great. And um you have creative writing also. So I don't even know if you have um wrote a book but it looks like Gabriel says that there is a time that you're going to be writing down and you're like you know all about the indigo and the crystals, the adults and the children so you can teach them all so this is just different this is just how uh, you advocate for the world and how the world sees you and then how you best way to communicate I just picked the short route for you today you said you wanted me to read for a friend or do you have a question I can pull a question card um, you know, I, I was saying something. It's funny that a lot of the things you said were, you know, about me um, kind of getting out in the world and stuff. I, I kind of took, even though I've been working and out in the world, there's been part of me that's been up on the roof looking and um, oh, yeah. taking everything in, you know, that my higher self. And I've connected sure? with my higher self. But I, I've... I flew off the roof. Uh, you said spread your wings. I flew off the roof on the sixth, and I feel I, <laughs> I feel totally, you know, trans transformed. And I I feel like my energy has gone up like two hundred percent, or maybe even more. So, but what I was well. doing, I was it was taking a lot of energy because I was grounding and bringing a lot of this higher energy to the earth like you know the indigos have been doing you know i have the blue energy too so you know a lot of what you you said is um you know truth and what what i've experienced and we all have our different you know paths or our different jobs to do here and you know some of us have it might be a little bit more detailed or a little different than other people, but, you know, it's just what, what I've been created to be or to do. And I, and yeah, I went against I that, that for a while. Well, as you and jumped off the roof, I believe that, because I pulled a few <laughs> archetypes in to explain it, that you're uh-huh. at, the performer, at the performer stage as a visionary, which gives you even more things are going to be coming for you to do. Um, but you have a superpower in electricity and in entertaining. So you could also be an actor of sorts or a headliner. And you can use your charm and humor to teach some of this. Now, that's that's the kind of stuff that I would like to get into. I actually saw the star in my heart, and then I was told I had reached stardom. And that's when I was using the Sophagio scale tuning forks on the coast of uh, Ventura, and the whale came in, even where the surfers were. I saw the star in my heart. So it was my higher self looking at me, and then they explained to me I was bringing down stardom. 
So I had reached stardom, not stardom. I had reached stardom. So, so with oh, that, he's become the performer. There you go. You can laugh at it. And well, you, you know, I've, do, I've done some performing. I have done it, but you know, it's not really what I want to do. But I can, I can use that ability. You're right. Um, and I was at a party one time, and this this lady was a recruiter for, uh, you know, voice you know, people that do commercials and different things. And she goes, come and visit me. But I, I, I was just too busy at the time. So, that you know, I just, I used my gifts to relay things that the divine energy wants me to relay. You know, I've kind of focused on that mm-hmm. over the last eight years. So That's it, Dan. You're more like the cards would say an advanced martyr. You know when it's happening, where, when, who, what they're doing. You know when people are working in their shadow side and when they're working in the light. You already have that, Master. You have um, courage, and it comes up in your archetype as well. And uh, courage is a visionary. Yeah, I have have that. That's for sure. A, A guide, a dreamer. And even a pioneer. Pioneer is one that I have. Somebody who can do something somewhere that no one else has been able to do. That's the true meaning of the pioneer. So you still have things that are kind of coming to your future, from your future into the present, and you can sense the changing impulses because that that electricity that's really strong in you that that came with the uh, performer will work with your visionary. That's what the archetypes say anyway. So I can kind of jump. I can see what yeah. it, what's ahead, and I can jump to yeah. it, if that makes That's any sense. That yeah, there was a guy that used to teach quantum jumping, but I think there was a lot more to it, because that was back in 2005, what he was teaching. I don't well, even know it's if sort of like that. what my energy does, and, and people don't understand it, and they get kind of like, what? And, and you can't go into dreams, too. You can check on yes. people through their dreams, which that was weird because I thought you didn't know you were there when I saw you in a dream. It distracted me from my dream. I said, do you know you're sitting in the corner? <laughs> Would you like to put a cloak on or something so nobody knows you're here? <laughs> well, a few you. people have said they've seen me. If I can see you, that means a lot of people can see you. So yep. it, it, the end of this is, is to believe in your vision, however great or small, and create a potential to change lives and the courage to change lives, not just your own life. And, of course, you envision new possibilities, and you can do that because you're jumping ahead for humanity and recognize when an idea is worth arranging your life for. That sounds wonderful okay. to me. I had never read that one before. I guess nobody has has gotten the visionary card before. Now that is Carolyn wow. Mays. Uh-huh. Carolyn Mays is a real strict spiritual teacher. She's one of those. Well, if you can't do the small steps, if you can't do, if you can't go through your chakras and fix your root and fix your, then you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. So you might as well do what you got to do. You know, she's that type of a person. Once well, that's you what I was kind of. Well, you have to do. Then you uh-huh. got all this waiting for you. Well, that's why I was talking about those organs. You know, the energy within your body affects your organs. You know, the so the lower chakras when they don't get cleared, 
it affects, you know, your sexual organs even and your kidneys, your adrenal glands, yeah. you know, your spleen and the liver, you know, like all, there's so much in that area mm-hmm. when you think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, in childhood I did have spleen and strep in my blood. But um, the other one that you that, oh, kidneys. Now, when you are genetically a diabetic, that's for density, right? You, that is where you need to get to fit density in order to cure that. So you have to really, really love yourself because the pancreas and kidneys work together, and it has a lot to do with love to, to yeah. have succumbed. When you succumb to becoming a diabetic, whether you knew it or not, it just crept up on you. And with me, it didn't come until, like, 58 years old. So I thought, I mastered this family problem, and then it came to 58. So I still have to master getting out of the genetics of it. And, and I've read that you really have to love that pancreas and kidney very well because water imbalance and then the lung, you were saying something that, that made me remember, the lung actually helps the kidneys too because it tells them when to sweat, when, it tells your yeah. skin when to sweat. So I probably need more sweating in order to clear the wound. So, you know, everything comes together when we all talk, you know, and we correlate one thing to another. But I still feel it's important to get to fifth density. That's why I like your show and Healing Fountain, I believe, is going there too. There's a few other shows, but a lot of shows will say in third density because they want to make money off the third density people is what I think. But do you think that people are going to be pulled to fifth density or dropped or become recycle on the way if they don't go. What is your feeling about that? Well, energy, or is energy really never dies. Good? It doesn't die, but it changes. So will they just it automatically change? Well, people like have in a twinkling of an eye when they have to change because they didn't choose to. That's what I'm saying. When they didn't choose to and they resisted, but they have to because it's the last moment. Are they going to change, or is their body going to die? They're going to change. They're going to change. That's great. And and you and I who did the work, we plowed. I, well, I was a plow. I don't know. How, you know, you you were already, already born probably. And indigos are plows. <laughs> they create pathways, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and how do you get over, like with me, it, it happens even now. I, I'm plowing for a spiritual person who really is just taking my views and putting them for everybody to hear and pretending it to be their view, but they're getting it word from word from me. And I'm like almost in shock that people would still do that. But I understand that's the plow. I don't have the Internet. I don't have a home because I live in a van. They have a home. They have the Internet. They have a show. So they can take whatever I say and act as it's theirs. And they're doing that. And am I just supposed to not be shocked that people would still do such a thing to be happy that they got to do that to me? How do you react when somebody does that? Because it is an irritation for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we, I've we had people do it. that to me too, and some pretty high up people, believe it or not. Um, um, well, I can give you an example. I I'm an innovator, and I have a lot of ideas and different things. And I was up for this job a few years ago, and I 
you know, went to the interview, and they go, I don't think we can hire you because we have to go by seniority, but we really loved your ideas, so can can we have them? And so what I thought was, you know, these ideas are going to be put forth to people. So I, yes. I really didn't let it bother me, and it will be put across for, and and. And even I had I I, I formulated a, a, this group. It was a psychotherapy group, and it doesn't matter what it was called. But I I thought of a name and I put all the ideas together and wrote them all out. And somebody took my name off and put their name on it. Yeah, that's happened to I, me. I've had I've and had you, that. You happen. got over it just because just because people get to know even though they don't know it came from you. You actually got over it <laughs> without being irritated. <laughs> Um, I just thought, okay, you know, like I, I manifest ideas and put them into play. And I get credit okay. for them, but there's times where in my life that I haven't. But they were still brought forth. Do you know what I mean? And in, yeah, in that's the, it. In the book of life. It's but someone else is getting credit for them. Someone spiritual. And I don't think spiritual people should do that. And I should probably be like you and just think, well, they found someone who would put it into play, even though they used you. Your what you created. Well, I, I don't let it happen very often, but it has happened. And what you need to so, do is not talk to those people. No more, right? <laughs> and then come on a show like mine and be able to express it if you want to. That's what I probably should have done <laughs> to begin with, because as time went by, I realized you're in the same density as me. Because you got a lot of people thinking they're going, to, they're staying in fourth density, and uh, I don't believe that at all. I believe there's still war there, because you know the, the bad stuff that we saw is happening there. And but a lot of psychics can reside in fourth density, because that's where you can speak to people on the other side. Well, I think we're going to fifth density, and if not there. You're probably already an eighth. I've got to step in six. So if yeah. people keep if people keep listening to you, your show and reading your Facebook, they have a better chance of uh, skipping to the right place. <laughs> Hop, skip, and jump. <laughs> Hop, skip, and I wrote so something like are. that on Facebook that I I'm like a skimming stone. Yeah. I hop, skip, and jump. I don't take a, sometimes I don't take a direct path. I just kind of fly sometimes. <laughs> anyway, that, that's true. would we I be able to do that. the cards for the friend? Yes, I just got them. I just got, I just got yours out of them. So now I can do somebody else's. Okay. Do you, um, so does it, you just want me to draw a general reading and what's the person's name start with? A W. And they don't I have don't anything. I want me to say his name on. That will be okay. I've got, oh, wow, okay, creative writing is coming up. So the first section that I'm going to talk about has to do with creative writing. So if they are writing a book, keep doing it. If they're not, it might come. Or it could be that Gabriel needs to help them make time to write down thoughts in a journal and a pen or write articles or a book, but at least journal. When you're writing your thoughts down, if you write your thoughts down word for word, then you're going to be able to look at that and change the whole line into what you want it to read. Then uh-huh. when you find yourself thinking that thought, 
the way it was before you changed it. You can pick up what you corrected and read it the way that it's going to benefit you. So that is journaling is a good thing too. Okay. And then being outdoors, being outdoors is going to give you some wisdom again. Um, uh-huh. Jophiel, go outside, get some fresh air, and connect with nature. I I do my best connecting with nature. I mean, I'm talking uh-huh. about animals. Uh, birds and, and snakes, black snakes even. I don't like any other kind of snake, but um, I was able, I was able to say because I saw a rattlesnake that killed a bird and to get its egg, and I was able to say, "Wow, I used to have a black snake for 11 years when I had a house, and it stayed with me, and I never had any trouble with anything because the black snake kept rattlesnakes away." So I went back in time, and I and I. Apologize to it that I moved, and and I know the people who found it killed it because they were all testosterone driven. And when I got home that day, there were two black snakes, baby black snakes, on my back porch. So they heard the the energy of the dead black snake heard my apology. That's where Hope Ono comes in good. Always apologize, even if it's to a black snake that somebody chopped up that was your pet for 11 years. Yeah. That Can I ask you a question? Do you think that's a yeah. totem, the black snake? It could be a totem. I mean, I'm not telling them they need to talk to black snakes. I'm just telling them the energy of okay. nature can even yeah. be the energy of an animal. So if something mm-hmm. you're driven to do, like an owl or whatever, Talk to them while you're outside. I told the praying mantis once that I needed this $2,000 to pay a medical bill. And just listen to me. Like, you know, I listened to you, so I told it the whole story of why insurance didn't pay it. Somebody called me a week later and said some so-and-so was out, and I don't know why she didn't pay this claim, but I'm going to go ahead and put through the 2000 So talk to nature. Talk to insects, animals. I don't trust spiders anymore, but so I must have trust all the help him get better? Express himself yeah. to something oh, in nature? Oh, yeah. I've asked the ones that fly. I'll give the, <laughs> the birds something to eat, and I'll tell them, you fly around and you tell everybody that I believe in instant healing. Therefore, it is my right to be instantly healed. I want you to tell everybody out there that I believe in instant healing. So I'll send the bird on a journey, and they can gossip about my belief. Or I'll tell the squirrel, I'll feed it some nuts, and then I'll tell the squirrel, any animals that you see underground, I want you to tell them this about, and I'll, and I may tell them how I feel, and, and you tell them to find the answer for me. So yes, I talk to nature just like I talk to angels. So this mm-hmm. is really a good one, getting out in nature. So mm-hmm. you go out in nature and talk whatever, and if you can't find something to talk to, just yeah, that's what I tell people to do. You know, get out in nature and bond and even walk on the earth, you know, to get that. I go out and just walk on the grass and go out. And it gets the rhythm back, right? Mm-hmm. Get your rhythm back. If you ever hear a woodpecker, a woodpecker's telling you, let's get your rhythm back. That's what they're doing. So when you hear okay. that woodpecker, go out and get in, well, like, the, in the grass. was like, talking like, to me even. <laughs> What did the mosquitoes say? Like, what are they here for? And, and right in the where the spleen is. <laughs> I, I keep getting messages about 
spleen and, and kidneys and different things and different animals and you know there's different animals that are for the those areas too so you know i was seeing that i was well, seeing the animals that have to do with the, the mosquito has to do with blood right and the spleen yeah. has to do with cleansing blood so the mosquito yeah. you know actually is attracted to people that have blood that's not right sometimes and then by causing that allergic reaction they cause it's telling your body that you need to yeah. do something about your spleen. Well, now I understand. Or somebody uh, some in my family, or it's telling me somebody in my family's having problems with their spleen. It doesn't necessarily mean me. You know what I mean? Wow. So what yeah. we're saying and is there, well, there is somebody in my family that is having problems with their spleen. So it's just like drawing my attention to it because if I keep seeing stuff, to me in you know, fifth dimensional consciousness, that's my higher self. In this realm, helping me, you know, giving what me about trees? trees. One more thing outdoors: trees. Should they hug trees? Should they talk to trees? They should People hug who... trees and kiss trees. No. Um, yes. It was yeah, funny when my daughter, when she was a kid, I used to hug trees, and she'd be hugging these trees. I hope she doesn't mind me talking about this. And she was hugging the tree. <laughs> And then, you know, her dad was like, what the heck are you hugging a tree for, you know? Energy. Yeah. That's what I asked the tree for And I have some of your energy. You've got deep roots. You can pull the energy back up. Give me the energy of, and I'll, well, since they're pulling from the earth, earth energy, you know, all the things. And they also are multidimensional beings, two trees. They can take you from one dimension to another. Right. trees are amazing. They're conduits. Okay. We've pretty much covered nature. So we can go, <laughs> he's probably laughing at you, whoever wanted the reading. But so what we just told you about nature is helping you to overcome your difficulties. Now, this, yeah. this one, too, also has, and I, I wasn't drawn to the background when I was reading it for Diane, but now I'm being drawn. The background has like a Sedona-like landscape with a starship, a mothership. Okay. Just hovering. Oh, that's the card you pulled for him? Yes, I pulled the card for him. When I pulled it for you, I concentrated on the well, which was having the sparkling energy coming down to it, and it was talking about your vortex work. Well, he believes he's from another planet past the Pleiades. Yeah, so now I'm concentrating on the background, which has the mothership, starship hovering over the mountainside that kind of looks like Sedona. It could be Flagstaff. But if you want to go back home, do you think? Oh, I think he yeah, wants to go back home. Yeah, I think everybody who's who's doing this growing, I went through that period three years ago of wanting to go home. Like a starship. Yeah, when I first found out I was a starseed because I denied it for a long time. And then um, being outdoors was very helpful in transforming yourself to be able to stay here and And be well. And develop those lower chakras. Yeah. You know, and that energy. Like I was talking about, when you hold that karmic stuff or that toxic energy within you, it affects, you know, your sexual organs, your kidneys, your adrenal glands, your spleen, you know, your bowels, your all those organs that are, you know, in that area. So somehow we have to 
find a reason to ground ourselves here also because, you know, a lot of people live in the upper spiritual realms and they forget about that we're physical earth beings living here. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's one of the things we have to find reason and purpose here. I was watching a show a a few weeks ago, and this girl, she kept saying, what's my purpose? And she said, my purpose has been, even though her purpose, she thought, was to poison the whole planet, she thought at least it was a purpose, right? And he goes, well, she was going to break this thing and poison the whole planet. And he goes, well, what if your purpose is something else? And she kind of stopped and looked at him. And she goes, yeah, what if I have a different purpose? And he says, what if your purpose is to have to have purpose and help people. And so that's what she did. She went, so people sometimes, <laughs> because they have a purpose and they feel they have a purpose, they can let go of all that because they're actually holding that energy because they don't want to be here. Right? Using humility. The archetypes say that your superpower, using humility, your spiritual archetype, your mystic healer and speaker, can discover the meaning and the purpose of your life. Create a life that balances your spiritual, emotional, and physical needs. So that's a good 3D way of saying what you just said. So should this <laughs> a person understand. Be going to the healing arts? Is that what you're kind of saying? Or, or just heal themselves? You know, there's always been a saying, heal or heal themselves. Well, um, I was part of that belief, and I changed my belief. I believe people who are on a healing path can heal others. They can be healing facilitators and be healing themselves at the same time. Because the fact that you are healing yourself, like uh, the fact that you're having a lot of pain, that in itself is showing that your healing is taking place. So I think mm-hmm. that, yes, they can be a healer and a speaker and a mystic and and discover the meaning and purpose of life and not be totally healed themselves because, you know, they want to go home and as long as they're stuck somewhere else when they need to be here to do their thing that they came here for, they're probably going to maintain their illness until they realize that they can merge and collapse that wave and become one and allow all these levels to come into one and they can be a fifth density being. So while you're healing yourself, you can help others heal. And it's about recognizing when the the change is. When you're resisting change, try to resist change and and be gentle with yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. The angels say be be compassionate with yourself when you're resisting change in order to remain comfortable with yourself. To be truthful about with myself about who I am and what I believe. Be compassionate with yourself. So think a lot along the divine mother realm. How compassionate is that? And Zachiel mm-hmm. is here to soften your heart with respect to the, your situation and all the people involved, including your So is, you said Ezekiel. Is it Ezekiel you said? Zachiel. Z-A-D. Well, actually, this okay. could be the ancient name for Ezekiel because it's spelled Z-A-D-K-I-E-L. Okay. Ezekiel has, you know. So basically, that's his angel? Because we were talking Zachiel. about Ezekiel's wheel or, you know, that, uh, that 
That's his angel of compassion. It's his Mm -hmm. angel of compassion. That's who wants to teach him compassion. So call on, or or if you want to ask Ezekiel to be your means of compassion, make sure you tell them what you want. Then call on them when you need that. When you know you're not feeling compassionate, call on them. And so then that Maybe would be he has to learn to compassion with himself. This is talking about being compassionate with himself. Yeah, that's what I thought. So all yeah. of everything we just said went to do with yourself, how others yeah. see you. We're going to do some more about how you see the world, and that's what we're going through now. Yeah, well, they, and first, for the, that's they want for, to, for him still, wanted, right? For my friend yeah. W? Yeah, this is for W. Okay. And before we go through the whole, uh, they want you to be gentle with yourself. So they want to prepare you for it. They're going to say, Archangel San Juan says, be very gentle with yourself at this time. Surround yourself with gentle people, situations, and environments. So that makes sense, being in the second house. And that's how you relate to people. Be yeah. gentle with yourself. Surround yourself with gentle people, situations, and environments. Now, that one's a little bit hard because some of the people are going to use you. So, like we were talking about how how it happened to us. It just happens to even good people. Have mm-hmm. crystal clear intentions, and Archangel Michael will help you with it. Be clear about what you desire and focus upon it with unwavering faith. So, with your mm-hmm. crystal clear intentions, Uriel wants to help you. Pay attention to thoughts and ideas that come to you. If they are answered prayers, if you hear the same thought as you're writing in your journal, you seem to be writing down the same thought, and you're hearing it the next day and the next day, then sometimes that is a thought or idea that's coming from your Archangel Uriel. They want to answer your prayers. So talk back to them. When you keep hearing the same thought, Talk to Uriel about it. Because Uriel is like standing on a rainbow. This is a very good card. This is giving you strength. They're on a mountaintop. So that he has hope then. Yeah, mountaintop and a rainbow, standing on holding the staff up. Well, that's, that's so good. Uriel, Uriel wants to help. Mm-hmm. Uriel wants to help with claircognizance, pay attention to thoughts, ideas, and the answered prayers. Uh-huh. I think if you write down your thoughts and you change them into an actually good thought and you talk to Uriel, I think it's like in 21 days something great will happen. Keep up with it for 21 days. Keep positive. Keep going back to to what you had written anytime you feel yourself wavering. Yeah. And then you are safe. Archangel Michael wants you to know you're safe and you're protected against the lower energies. So that was kind of like what I was trying to say. And guarding you, your loved ones, and your home. So whatever you choose, your home to be. Yeah, I was talking about those lower energies, how we hold that energy, and it's kind of reflected in our organs, you know, and and it's how we become Mm -hmm. our People become sick because they hold that energy there. It's okay to let it go. It is okay to let it go either way. But sometimes these people have machines, and they trick you into getting hooked up into them, and you think they're good people. 
and they may have one of those skill machines and hook you up into it, and so they'll have your coordinates, and they'll be sending you high blood pressure energy when, indeed, they're supposed to be sending you the energy to heal any high blood pressure. They'll just make it higher. So you're saying stick to the angels then. Either way, the angels can break it. If they put you in a machine, they can break the machine. They can break that power of the bad person for having done something to you. You just need to remember and call on Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael will cut the cord. Archangel Michael will dissolve the energy. And then usually it will become known to society that they're doing something bad with their machine. You know, something like that will happen. You don't need to announce it to the world because then they'll think you're crazy. But certainly work with the angels or someone with Diane in breaking a hold that anyone has on you. And we're, you know, we're breaking cords, the cords, right? Yeah, and burn them. Send them back, do all kinds of stuff. That's the you indigo know that energy is energy. not in yours. Burn them. And Archangel Michael will protect you. Guard you and guard your loved ones and guard your home, wherever it is. So that's a good card that he got, the Archangel Michael. Yeah, He got yeah. quite a few mm-hmm. good cards, right? Yeah, this is the uh, Dream Virtue deck. So yeah. um, we're going to end that section with an archetype. And oh, I think we started, I think we did an archetype. We did a spiritual one. Tap into and trust my intuition and be conscious of where our position matters in spirit among uh, other live interests. So this one is one of defining grace and humility. Be truthful with yourself about who you are, what you believe, to recognize when you're resisting change in order to remain comfortable. That's pretty much what the cards that I pulled said. So I would say, W, listen to this deck again, and then we'll do the <laughs> next section. <laughs> the next section is all on communication. And I'm not one of those to say, oh, Mercury is retrograde. Let's be worried. But all yeah. those things still. Well, I think it's out of retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it is. But that's what communication anyway, always reminds me of. It's the can, I, can I ask another question? Um the person that I was talking about that has the stuff with the spleen, could I get you to do some uh, cards for that person too? Well, the sure. name starts with an S. Okay. Can we finish this one first? I feel the energy of that. Oh, already. I'm sorry. I thought you were. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, we're into the communication. Okay. The first okay. thing for W is, is the all as well. As you're, okay. Anything you're communicating, remember all as well. Even if you don't believe it, even if it doesn't look well, even if somebody's beating the crap out of you, pull yourself back to the all is well. Archangel Jeremiah wants you to know everything is happening exactly as it's supposed to. If you pull yourself into an all is well space, you're in a fifth-density space, you're going to pull yourself out of the troubled space. Uh huh. So with hidden blessings that you will soon understand why what you think is not well is going to change to all is well. As long as you believe it, pull yourself as much as you can into the all is well space and talk with Archangel Jeremiah about it and use your breathing. Take several deep breaths. Exhale slowly to awaken your energy and release old patterns. As you release old patterns, then you know, 
all is well. Then you think all is well. And then Raphael wants to tell you to give your cares and worries to the angels. So be sure you talk to angels. You don't have to know the names of them. I'm just giving you names. If you want to re-listen to the show and write the names down, fine. You can say the name of the angel that does this. And they're still uh-huh. going to know who you mean. And allow us to take your burdens. So give your burdens over to the angels and allow more peace to communicate to you. Samuel says peace comes from knowing all. Only love is real. Knowing only love is real is harder than um, it uh, sounds. And so then you will know what to do. And there might be a career transition. When you decide to stay here and quit uh, whatever it is that's really bothering you about wanting to go home and you remember who you are, Archangel Michael says you're a powerful, loving, and creative child of God. You are very loved. Then there might be a career transition. You need, you would have to choose it and work with Samuel. But Samuel would, would say your life purpose is triggered and we can trigger a blessed career change if you wish. Okay, now we're done with W. <laughs> but before we do, while you do those cards, I want to read about the mosquito, this the symbolic mosquito meaning. Okay. That, is I'll that okay? Yeah. Okay. So, okay, this is from whatsyoursign.com, symbolic mosquito meanings, because I've, you know, I've got this pattern on me, um, and I, I talked about those organs and um, the spleen, and you know it's it's a very primitive but um type of organ so i'm going i'm going to read about the mosquito so um it requires you know to get, to get an insight into the symbolic mosquito meaning requires us to observe the creature objectively and from integrated standpoint so we we have to look at it without emotion um so this says, what do I mean by integrated? Well, it's looking at life and it cycles from a broad, big picture perspective. So this is like um, a message for all of humanity, too. It's not just the people in my life. It's just being reflected around me. I'm seeing, you know, this, this mosquito as a totem. It means recognize a deeper continuum of life, even if aspects of life progress include some discomfort. So... It's not an easy time for humanity with purging and releasing a lot of this karmic and some of this dark energy, and it seems to be releasing from the lower parts of, of the body right now. Um, and it says, let's face it, nobody relishes being bit by mosquitoes. Their bite leaves us itchy and irritable and considerably ailing at the worst. You know, I get I went to Cuba and to um, the Bahamas recently, got bit by mosquitoes, and they didn't bother me at all. Didn't even get a mark, but... With these mosquito bites, there's some significance because there's something going on in that area, okay? So that's why they're standing out. So I am made aware of this. So before buzzing more deeply into mosquito, meaning they're just making a joke here, it might be worthwhile to consider the implications of a bite or visit from mosquito in our lives. In short, a visit from a mosquito may be an indication of a small inconvenience in our life or slight disturbance or irritations. But they, the bigger the bite, I guess the bigger what's going on so for humanity this is an area that's really standing out right now so that's why i'm talking about it and when they bite they leave irritations and uh, our skin is symbolic too it's our first line of defense and symbolically so we're taking talking about themes of protection defense and even sensory tactile 
perception. So it goes even beyond, you know, like um, what you would think that a mosquito would mean, okay? And combine this with the mosquito bite, it makes sense to look at it that on a large scale. In our lives, what's aggravating and what's going on? You know, this area of the body, um, you know, this cross, grand cross, and this um, Ezekiel wheel is what's being represented, you know, with the, the lower chakras. So when you're bitten by a mosquito, it's time to consider your environment to detect agitators. So animals that suck blood are drawing out essence. So basically what Diana said, that there's people around us sometimes that are sucking energy. So it's it's we have to realize, you know, that we can put angels around us or we can um, detach ourselves from these people. But it, they also say here that mosquitoes are attracted to dead particles and blood. This would represent the removal of non-essential, even harmful things from this area. So the bite of the mosquito grabs our attention, another attempt at reconnection with our mother. So it has to do with, you know, being reminded of that energy. So the bites are reminders to speak to us of inoculations and cures. So to help healing energy, and I have that healing ability. So that's maybe what it's telling me I should be helping. To receive, you must give, and we must learn the price of our existence is cooperation. It says only female mosquitoes bite, and male, males take the nourishment from nectars. So they need this protein from the blood and the animal blood to sustain their brood of babies. So it's kind of a symb, you know, symbiotic kind of relationship. And there's symbolism in it, too. When we look at the big lice pictures, we can see the process of the female mosquito taking our blood actually contributes to the cycle of life. So it's a life force, prana, chi. You know, I'm talking about the spleen being that energy, right? Even lineage. So the mosquito takes our life essence in the form of extracting our blood, and she transmutes that essence into her brood, ensuring the life of her babies. And, you know, it's it's talking about sustaining the balance of Mother Nature, you know. Um, but it, it involves a whole bunch of different things. Um, so, you know, life is, is made of countless threads. And just one of those threads is affected. Everything is affected. So when we release that karmic energy, you know, it, um, it can cause irritation, like the mosquito. And when we release people in our lives that cause us to feel toxic. You know, and lately I've, I've been feeling a lot of that to release people that I know that are taking energy from me. You know, it, it became important that I do that. Even before it didn't bother me, but now I realize whatever I do affects other people around me. So if I'm allowing it to happen, it's going to be happening to other people. So anyway, the theme, feminine assertiveness, I was watching this show last night about, um, you know, the women that stood up for women's rights and that sort of thing. Um, and I, I was thinking about it. Every time I turn on TV, it's about women's rights. So it has to do with this energy, too. So mosquitoes are fascinating creatures. You can do a little bit more research about it. And they have helpful and essential qualities. First and foremost, it's expert detection because it can feel, sense, color, and chemical differences. And um, 
There's mm-hmm. meaning, secrets, details, agility, travel, release, discovery, agitation, survival, continuum, persistence, and surveillance. So see how they, and what happens, and how, what they're trying to tell you, okay? And they're born of the water. It's about emotion. It has to do with emotion in the spleen energy, okay? For me, I'm getting that message for humanity. So, you know, they get under our skin, and our emotions, are our emotions stagnant? Are you allowing your emotions to swim the waters and to allow them to release these emotional waters? So mosquitoes are piercing. They teach, they touch us at a raw level. And it, mosquito floats in the realm of high ideals and like the bitter sting of conscience brings us to reality. So, you know, um, Diana was talking about bridging two realities, you know, and the development of the, you know, the mosquito in the water, and then it flies. So it's it's about transmutation of energy too. So there's a lot going on within humanity, transmutation of energy. And I was talking about purging recently, and you know that that new moon energy in May and those um, eclipses are allowing us to release this karmic energy and the toxic energy we've had within ourselves. So. The mosquito has the ability to filter out impurities of the liquid environment and around it, namely water. So when the mosquito comes to call you, it might be time to filter out impurities from your own energy. You know, we were talking about, you know, people getting sick because they're holding this energy. The mosquito is letting us know we can let that go. Um, so it's really interesting. You know, I, I've never talked about the mosquito totem before, but... It, it just means that, you know, it's it's right now it's important for your humanity. Okay, there I read that, um, Diana. So if you're ready or if you want to share what you found out. Are you there? Yeah, can I'm here. Me? Yeah, I okay. can hear you. So this is for in. us. Yeah, it might get louder in here because I think the kids are getting out of school. I mean, the community center. So I'll go pretty quickly now. You said the name started with S? Yeah. Is it a woman? No, it's a it's a guy. Well, a young okay. man. Either way, it says close space first. It goes in with that first house. In order for you to um, be able to, all three of them are about communicating. But the first one is how the world sees you. If you clear your space, then there will there will be less distortion, so you can be seen properly. Jophia will help you do this. Get rid of clutter. Clear the energy around you. Or if it's your home that just needs something changed, you may need a feng shui to help you with that. You will be more uh-huh. comfortable then. And then with comfort, Archangel Azrael wants you to know that I'm with you in your time of need, helping your heart to heal. If you have any grief or whatever, then um, that's what Archangel Azrael wants to, you to be more comfortable and to help your heart to heal. Mm-hmm. There, we've got courage. You have that one too. So be courage. Uh, Archangel Ariel with the A. Be courageous and stand up for your beliefs. As you're clearing your space, let people understand what it is you will believe in. If there is a belief that you don't really believe in, 
don't keep it because that won't make you comfortable to keep someone else's belief that you don't believe in. So there you let go. And you can use your creative writing, which Gabriel says, take time to write down thoughts in a journal, pen, article, or deck. You've got Archangel Michael says prioritize, focus on your highest priorities, and I'll help you get organized and motivated. And then there's your understanding. So, yeah, kind of pretty good for this section. Archangel Raziel says I'm bringing you esoteric information and symbols and helping you understand spiritual truth. This is uh, Raziel holding up that, you know, 108 pattern that the lightworkers have, and the dove is standing on the top of it. So, and Raziel's heart is lit up, so it might be spiritual understanding is all that is needed in this case. So speak with Raziel, that's R-A-D-E-L, to help you bring you the information. And your information may become, come to you in symbols to help you understand your spiritual truth. Now, the way that you want to speak with others, you've got crystal clear intentions. The way you see others, have crystal clear intentions, and Archangel Michael will help you that to be clear about what you desire and focus upon it with unwavering faith. So, if you're doing some manifesting, this one's going to help. You need to be clear about what it is you desire and of your intentions, and have unwavering faith with it, and then let it go. That takes a lot of work right there. Yeah. Sensitivity, you're extra sensitive to energies and emotions right now. Honor yourself and your feelings. This is Haniel playing the harp. Haniel definitely wants you to honor yourself and your feelings because you are sensitive, and this is the first angel that I heard tell me his name, and really it's been the only one. So... Haniel definitely wants to get through to you to let you know to honor yourself and your feelings. doesn't matter how you're feeling. You can honor it before you let it go if it's not one that you want to keep. And here uh-huh. you've got heaven. So there's probably someone from the other side who's with you. It says, hello from heaven. Your loved ones in heaven are doing fine, so let go of your worries about them and feel their loving blessings. All you have to do is speak to them and bear with you. Mm-hmm. You have a victory here. Archangel Sanifon says your prayers have been heard and answered. So they are answered behind the scenes. You just need a little bit more of work like we've already spoken about. I know a lot of people are praying for this person. So, And Raphael says healthy. Well, the cards don't say that we're in the word, proper words, the energy. Archangel Raphael says um, maybe eat a healthier diet or get adequate sleep or exercise is what you really need to become ultimately healthy. Prayers always work, that's for sure. I'm going to see what the archetype will say on this one. Sounds like it. Oh, I've got one of those. I can't get it done. I got my computer from the pawn shop and it has one of these. <laughs> Every once in a while, I can't even use the arrow, so I have to unplug it and start all over. Okay. And I had the arch- I had the archetype page pulled up. So I guess she doesn't get an archetype. But you know what? I think um, the main thing is that, you know, 
knowing that you have people praying for you and um, that you are being watched and we only got about time. five minutes of the show left, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about a few other things. But Diana, okay. I really appreciate you coming on. Since we didn't finish, I still have this, the communication section. The next time you have a show, can we do her, and then I'll just come and go for a short time. <laughs> sure. I, but had, I, I want to thank you so much. Prayer. For thank coming you. on the show and doing the readings for people, and especially, well, thank you yeah. for for doing the one for myself. I felt almost like um, maybe you know that that didn't matter, but um, it, it does in the oh, greater picture. Yeah, so I appreciate you. Yes, I'll let you go. Bye bye. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, okay, you can keep listening if you'd like. I will. Okay. Thank, thanks so much. I, I really appreciate it. You did a, a, a magnificent job. Thanks Thank for you. being an innovator and a, a plow, <laughs> like you say. Okay? <laughs> okay, we'll you. talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That, that's amazing, you know, um, when when we use our gifts and that, you know, God's created us for and you know sometimes we you no know, don't let give people a chance to know you know what what we're all about but um she kind of outed me there <laughs> a little bit okay um i i wanted to talk before the show ends and i might go on a little bit more the grand cross of 6616 okay i i did talk um about this um conjunction venus conjunction on last week's show and kind of the significance and what people think about it so many people have ideas about what it is and what it isn't but it's really a mirror of what is going on within us and it has to do with releasing a lot of this karmic energy and you know the this grand cross this ezekiel wheel energy i was talking about um we're being the gift of 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 releasing this this stuff and, you know, so many people are feeling that really rough energy. And when people feel it or humanity feels it, I feel it. Because I'm, you know, um, a cosmic uh, empath. So I feel it from everything, everywhere and everything. I've actually had to, you know, learn not to react to these things. But, you know, it, it hasn't been an easy journey. Anyway, this is um, from a site, CabalAstrologyWordPress.com, Grand Cross of the sixth sixth year of the 2016. And um, I'm going to keep talking, even though the show is going to be over in a minute. Um, It says, below you will find the Sidreal chart for Adon on June the 5th, 2016, which there are three coinciding astronomical phenomenal of cosmic and esoteric significance so like i, I mentioned on uh it wasn't last week it was the week before on may 25th about um you know this uh, um venus tra- uh conjunct with the with the sun right that's just one of the things that's going on so the new moon a sylvan appearing in the pallades 
And then the second thing is the superior conjunction of the Sun and Venus and Pallades. And then number three, the grand cross between four major planets and the signs and the faces of Ezekiel's chariot, the new moon and Venus in the bull. You know, I, I talked a little bit about that on the last show I did. Um, you know, that this um, Sun and Venus conjunction is happening between, you know, that um, bull constellation between it, right? Uh, so this symbol, Jupiter in the North Node, Destiny in the Lion, Saturn or the Gatekeeper of Knowledge in the Eagle or the Rising Phoenix, and Neptune, the Master of the Transcendent Bridge of the Soul and the Sign of Man or Messiah, the water bearer, see uh, stellium uh, screenshots below. So there, there's a lot go- there was a lot going on on June the 6th, okay? And I just want to mention, you know, I did a show the month before that, and I talked about a little bit about bridging two realities, you know, the 3D and fifth dimensional consciousness, but also the Pisces age and the age of Aquarius. And I talked about Pegasus, bridging this area, you know, flying kind of uh, energy. So if you want to get a little bit more about this, you know, please go to that Kabbalah WordPress, uh, you know, Grand Cross of, of, of that time, and you, it has pictures and different things like that. Um, it's kind of interesting, and there's a lot of information the Saturn return to uh, in Sagittarius is pretty interesting, and then the last two full moons have been in Sagittarius. So there's a lot of interesting. You know, go down and read what people wrote too, because there's a lot of other information about it. I think I'm mentioning it because it, you know, is important for this time. So you know, go back and take a take a shot at that. Um, I'm just trying to find this other article I had about... uh, I wanted to talk about um, the chipmunk because I've been seeing a chipmunk everywhere, seeing them everywhere. So whenever I see something repeatedly, it has meaning, right? And we'll see how it relates to the energy that's happening right now because I haven't read this yet. And there's uh, www.universalofsymbolism.com, Symbolic Meaning of Chipmunk. Um. Chipmunk spirit animal is a symbol that something good is on its way for, to you, something wonderful and delights your heart, something that makes you smile and laugh. Chipmunk totem energy is also a sign that you will have important conversation with someone close to you very soon. Uh, pay attention to the details. Chipmunk always pops out of nowhere, and just as quickly it vanishes into another world. The world of the chipmunk, it has hidden pathways. So, you know, when we open up these energy centers and we release this toxic energy like I was talking about, we purging, we release this karmic energy, it releases these hidden pathways and then it opens up other chakras and secret tunnels hidden in plain view of you. Uh, Chipmunk power, animal loves the enjoyment of a good adventure and exploration. You know, um, Diana was talking about going out in nature and having adventures and having fun and enjoying life, not being so tied up and having purpose. It's it's really important. So this chipmunk energy is always exploring and noticing any new changes in his environment, a new fallen leaf, a new pebble, or a new visitor. Chipmunk will chatter to whoever's nearby, telling him everything about a new discovery. One time I was 
on Manitoulin Island, and I was doing energy work. And it had to do with triggering um, vortexes on the Earth and a whole bunch of other things. And But anyway, I went to this where this water was, and, and I was walking like in, in this cemetery, and I walked by a tree, and this chipmunk jumped out and landed on me. And uh, there was a person with me, and they go, what the heck is going on? You know, so this energy is pretty powerful, even though it's a little small animal. Um, Chipmunk Totem brings the gifts of artistic endeavors and creativity, which I am doing right now. Um, I'm working on design, and I'm going to be designing, uh, going into design of realist, you know, like buildings and things like that. They share the energy of play and exploration. So I come off the roof, and now I'm ready to play. The chipmunk teaches the animal magic of intuition and wishes granted. You know, the spleen energy is energy that happens in the moment. It's more involved than we even know. Once those higher chakras open, it triggers up the spleen to manifest in a different way within us, okay? So this chipmunk basically represents this splenic energy, I believe. Intuitions and wish, Intuition and wishes granted, okay? So it, make, it makes sense why, I, you know, I, I haven't read this yet, so it, but it makes sense to me. Um, chipmunk speaks and asks for a wish. Okay, so if you see a chipmunk, you know, Diana was talking, she talks to animals and things happen. They represent things. So if you're really, really sick and you have cancer or you have something going on with your spleen or your sexual organs or anything down in that area, um, you see a chipmunk, ask for a wish. It's it's a magical being, instant manifestation. Magic is afoot when the chipmunk symbol appears for you. Chipmunk totem animal is the ambassador of play. Whenever you spy a chipmunk, it's always frolicking and scampering around you, and you watch it with the eyes of a child hoping to see what it's up to. You know, sometimes I sit on this little stool and sit in a corner, and I see things from a child's eyes. I love doing that. And I always see this chipmunk. So the chipmunk spirit guide always keeps you guessing. This gives chipmunk totem a bit of a mysterious nature. Whenever you see a chipmunk totem, you must be sure the magic is afoot. Synchronicities are in the air. Keep your eyes open. You may glimpse a fairy. Fairies most assuredly are in the midst of the chipmunk, and fairies appear encouraging you to believe in magic, just as you did as a child. So the symbolic meaning of a chipmunk teaches the blessings. There are always the spirit guides around you and ready to help, and the angelic beings too. But you must invite the assistance of spirits, and the instant you do, you will feel the essence and energy of their presence, and, will be, and they will begin communicating, uh, you know, to you and 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 doing your requests. So you can ask um, wishes from the fairy beings too, right? Again, this, uh, and I know somebody who does it all the time, and things mysteriously get granted to her. Again, this is the perfect time to ask your guides for signs. Artistic expression and symbolic meaning of the chipmunk. Chipmunk spirit animal explores everything with its hands. Call about chipmunk when you want to try out and feel competent in, or confident in your artistic expressions and experiments. So, you know, right now I'm doing a lot of artistic things and designing. You know, I, I'm an innovator. I come; These ideas just come to me and I people go, wow, you know. But it's, it's, it's a gift. And, um, you know, I can, this totem, is the chipmunk totem. You know, the spleen totem is my totem too. 
particularly with your hands. Let your hands be the channel of your intuition. So, spiritual meaning of the chipmunk. It's a quite a charming um, metaphysical symbol, and uh, spiritual meanings of the chipmunk appearing for you is most opportune time to ask for a wish. So, you know, instead of wishing on the star, wish on the little chipmunk. Like the squirrel, the chipmunk stores up his supplies for winter, always prepared, seeing him as a sign for you to do the same. So pre- get prepared. Be, you know, have your stuff ready. Symbolic meaning of the chipmunk reminds you to make sure you have ample supplies of everything you need in case of an emergency. So the evolving symbols. The other thing I should mention, you know, uh, the human design chart, the spleen, shows evolution, okay, right now, and change within humanity. And the 6-2 especially are the teachers. And, you know, I have that as my, um, you know, and not, but to Earth as a whole, you know, we, we, we were the bridgers of realities. Okay, the evolving symbols of chipmunk, although some of the Native American legends of chipmunk are, are not so favorable, as was seen to be the symbol of chattering way too much. However, I see the spirit energy of the chipmunk is almost an auspicious uh, symbol. Intuition tells me that chipmunk's chatter may have tipped off the animals that the hunters are coming, leading to the unkind assessment of the chipmunk. The symbolism of the chipmunk has evolved, and now we see the beneficial attributes of the energy of the chipmunk in this lighthearted and playful, carefree aura. So our auras are changing. When we live in love and we take, you know, Diane was, Diana was saying that um, she feels that she takes in love to these areas that aren't, you know, what she wants to express them at. It will help bridge these things. You know, the, the prayer, this light prayer that I do for humanity is helping humanity bridge from one reality to another too, and I'm seeing it in changes around us, you know, in in the stars and all these other things. Who doesn't delight in seeing a chipmunk scampering in the yard? Star guidance, the magic, um, the special magic of the chipmunk spirit animal, and the special magic for chipmunk spirit guide is star guidance. So when you have a question, you need help with, look to the stars. You know, I kept 